What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rebunked. It's your boy Scott here, back in the house once again with a fantastic episode. So, this episode's been a long time in the making. Uh, I had the chance to sit down with Shelby Thompson from Unjected. So, she's one of the co-founders of an app called Unjected. You may have heard of it, because it's been in the news quite a bit over the last year or so. Um, You know, all the big tech platforms are coming down on them hard for what they're trying to do. What they're trying to do is, well, originally was started as a dating app for people who refuse to go with all the vaccine bullshit. And, uh, you know, I got to give her so much props for all of the hard work and just, you know, taking the arrows on the front lines for all the work that her and her other co-founder, Heather, have been doing uh, to, try to try to bring our community together. So they've got all kinds of exciting things that they're, they're, they're innovating and new exciting things up on the horizon. And, uh, yeah, so all of you, you know, all of you single people, if you want to find your apocalypse partner, definitely head over to unjected.com and get signed up. Um, anyway, we get into everything in the episode, so I hope you enjoy it. But if you guys like this show, uh, you can support it and uh, find all the ways to follow it over at rebunk.news. So rebunk.news is the website. Uh, you'll see all the video platforms at the top. You're going to see the audio podcast platforms in the middle. And then at the bottom are various different ways that you can support the show with value for value donations. Um, also, if you, another way to support the show and get some value back out of it is uh, head over to Subscribestar. So, so subscribestar.com forward slash Rebunked. Let's see the most recent episode I put up. Uh, it was just a couple days ago. Uh, I did. I, ta- I talked about the little synchronicity that I had with Russell Brand. So it came up in the Matt Baker episode. I talked about, I, I, like I kind of alluded to the fact that I had a Russell Brand story, but we ended up talking about different stuff. So I tell that story. Plus, uh, talk about my weekend last weekend, hanging out with all these big wigs at the Reawaken America tour, hanging out with like Judy Mikovits and Dr. Andrew Wakefield, uh, Kevin Jenkins, and of course, Richard Gage. I got to go out to dinner with Richard Gage and James Patrick, who I interviewed last week uh, with the Planet Lockdown episode. So make sure you check that one out on Subscribestar, subscribestar.com forward slash rebunked. Uh, let's see. Another great way to support the show is to support our sponsors at TruthTRS. So TruthTRS.com is a zeolite heavy metal detox spray. So five sprays in the mouth per day, and it just takes all the heavy metals that have accumulated in your body and flushes them out. So go to TruthTRS.com to learn more about that. They also have an advanced CBD formula and an advanced fulvic micronutrient formula. They have a three-pack option that you can get there. And uh, at the bottom, if you want to become your own distributor of TRS, there's a link at TruthTRS.com. Click become a distributor, and you can only get a discount on your first order, but you also get your little back door so that you can start selling and start making commissions on TRS. So truthtrs.com to learn more about all that. Uh, If you want to stay up to date on the show, best way to do that is in the Telegram channel. So please go uh, hop on the Telegram, t.me forward slash rebunked pod. That's where you're going to get all the latest drops. We're going to be doing live streams, call-in shows, everything like that. we got memes, articles. It's a great time. Uh, you can comment on all the posts. Um, it's a cool little community, and I try to I try to respond back to, to everybody that's in there, you know, chatting it up. So uh, best place to be up to date with everything Rebunked is on and Telegram, t.me forward slash Rebunked pod. All right, guys. Thank you so much, and I hope you enjoy this episode with Shelby. Thank you. Well, all right, everybody. Well, joining me tonight, super excited about this one. We have the f- co-founder of the platform, I guess we could call it, uh, Unjected. So what started off as a dating app in response to all the madness and the tyranny and the insanity of the world has now evolved into this this whole this whole uh, infrastructure that's so much bigger than 
than what it once was, and, and it's just a result of all the craziness that's happening all around us, guys. So, Shelby, welcome. It's been a long time coming here. Hey, Scott. Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure to be here. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, so, yeah, before we get into, you know, all the nitty-gritty stuff, because you've been on quite the journey. Uh, I've read lots of articles and <laughs> heard quite yeah. the, like, you've gone toe-to-toe, head-to-head with big tech, and it's just, it's like this adventure story. But before we get too much into it, let's start off and just explain to listeners what Unjected is. Yeah, so just like you mentioned, Unjected is a multifaceted platform uh, that has grown, uh, you know, since the spring of last year when we originally launched as a just an app through Google and Apple Store uh, when we quickly, uh, you know, turned into uh, censorship issues quite fast. Uh, But really, we had seen um, such a shift on social media, you know, in the spring, and people were posting pictures, uh, you know, with their fax cards. And it was so evident, you know, so people were going one way or the other. And, you know, at the same time, there was hundreds of thousands of women reporting that they're having adverse, you know, events in their cycles, and they're being completely gaslit by the government, you know, saying that's not true. It's totally impossible. Uh, you know, yeah, we were having all these claims that were coming out, uh, even just by being with a vaccinated partner. And even to the point where, you know, Pfizer had released their initial kind of uh, trial studies where they had said, you know, exposure in pregnancy is considered through skin contact or inhalation with the trial participant. And so that was just, you know, such a hot topic with shedding and, you know, what is being, um, you know, what's coming off of these vaccinated individuals. And you should have a choice to find um, something different if you want. And, you know, coincidentally, at the same time, um, Tinder had started doing their, uh, you know, vax badges and they were putting them on profiles and saying, uh, you know, put your, put your vaccination status and filter and only look for those people. And if you put anything in your bio, you know, that says otherwise, it'll actually just block and delete you. And uh, so it was myself and then my uh, co-founder and good friend, Heather, we uh, kind of just sat down one day and I was like, hey, girl, I have this really crazy idea. Uh, and then just kind of blossomed from there. Uh, but we, we definitely started out just as dating. Uh, but, you know, like myself, I'm, I'm married. So it was kind of like, well, you know, people have more than just the need for, for finding a dating relationship. You know, family relationships have been severed and friendships have been ruined over, you know, this whole turn in the world. And so, you know, there people are looking for maybe more camaraderie or like more like-minded people. So then we did introduce uh, friendships into there as well. And then I'm um, kind of from there, we, just, we saw the need everywhere and, you know, businesses, so we community directory. And um, now we actually have several different types of features. So, yeah, it's definitely changed into a whole multifaceted thing for everyone. <laughs> That's so awesome. And, you know, you're, it's a huge service to the world. You know, it's, it's really Thank cool. You. And uh, you guys are growing exponentially, too. Like, what? Uh, what's your uh, – how many people do you have on the platform now, would you say? We have, yes, we have about 108,000 members on Injected in uh, 85 different countries around the world. Um, so it's been amazing to see how, how fast everyone's found each other. And, you know, thankfully it's been, you know, actually a lot of the trash talking that the media has done, um, you know, has helped people go, wait a second, I actually want to be in that club too. Uh, <laughs> and so it's, it's been a catch 22 for sure. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. That's like, it's, I think it's the Streisand effect, right? Like, don't look at this yeah. over here. Don't do this. And then everyone's like, right. well, that's going to automatically make me want to. In fact, that's how I heard about it. There was like some business insider. I think it was a business insider 
Insider article back in like August of last year or something like that. I think I was looking it back up. They're like, anti-vax yeah. dating app. And it's like, so I'm a single guy out here in the apocalypse trying to, you know, like figure things out. And I said, what? You're telling me there's an anti-vax dating app? I'm on it, dude. And so that was how I, that's how I came across it. So. I, I know. Ironically, I saw kind of, I think it was uh, a maybe Business Insight or something like that. And it was uh, a rep from Apple who was talking about, uh, you know, what we could do to circumvent censorship. And I'm like, is she secretly on our side? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I was just listening. She was like giving us the deeds. She's like, you know, Unjected could do this, this, and that. So I'm like, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's that's that's a good phenomenon. Like, what a research tool is to like look into some of these fact checks. Like, because sometimes the fact in, within the fact checks, they'll spill the beans and like tell you the actual truth, or, yeah. or you know what I mean. So it's yeah. anyway, it's the missing information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, so that's so cool. Um, I've listened to a few of your other interviews that you've done recently, and I think it was like around January. Like, there was you said you were at forty thousand or something. So you guys are growing. You guys are growing, yeah. but yeah, you're also. So- uh, we actually were able to count up because we have app downloads and then we have registered users through our browser version as well. So we finally um, were able to tally up our full entire total. Um, and then it was, yeah, 100, 108,000. Um, cool. But we, we grow by a couple thousand every month. So it's Beautiful. been such a blessing. Yeah. We're going to hope to get this episode out there and uh, all the listeners, like, go sign up. You know what I mean? Even if you're not, you know, a single person yeah. looking to date, you know, there's so many other features on there. And one of them, too, is like the social yeah. media feed where it's just like you know I, like i've used it too to just kind of like post i posted about the show you know what i mean and i got some responses there so yeah. it's like it's a great tool to just find community and connect you know that's been gosh the biggest thing that's been removed from us probably is just the sense of community like not only maybe before we were all part of little groups or clubs or organizations you know i was very much a part like for me it was uh recovery you know like 12-step recovery like that's a big part of my life and like that community just yeah. got fractured just completely yeah. obliterated and all these people that I used to consider family, you know what I mean? They're just, they think I'm like the worst person in the world. And it's like, it's right. just been so devastating. So just like community building and finding people locally in your community is just like, that's like the biggest thing that we could be doing right now to kind of heal from this. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You should never feel, uh, you know, ostracized for your medical decision. And, you know, that was most important to us. It's, and it's everybody across the board has experienced this, you know, loss in some way with, you know, their, their family or their friendships, uh, circles. And yeah, just like you said, you know, you got looked at, uh, almost like as a different human and it's like, wait a second, you know, I'm just making a different medical decision is you, uh, you know, why can't we go into certain establishments and why, why am I getting banned on social media for talking about my medical status? So, you know, it was just, it's so evident that, you know, there's a, a bigger, uh, so, you know, bigger things going on. And so it's so important right now that we, we come together and we, we find that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, you know, it's, this is, this is just the same group of people running the same operations. They always have this like eugenics cult that's been trying yeah. to like, you know, pull an operation like yeah. this for centuries. Now they have the means and the, the opportunity. They they really took advantage of it. <laughs> oh yeah, and they've been working at it for a long time. I mean, they just it was so easy for them to just uh, you know brainwash mm-hmm. essentially <laughs> yep. hundreds of billions of people overnight. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So Shelby, why don't you tell us a little bit about like your personal background? If that's all right. Like like wh- when did you start yeah. waking up to maybe a different view of reality? Was it pre-COVID? You've been kind of looking oh, into yeah. this stuff, Pre-COVID, yeah. Pre-COVID, a long time ago. Um, 
I like to joke that it was actually like the zeitgeist days. Like mm-hmm. that really was like, wow, wait a second. There's more than I've ever, you know, opened my eyes to. Um, so it was definitely a long time ago uh, that I started seeing, you know, um, the bigger picture, you know, Freemasons and the, the deep state and the, re- the real society that's running everything. And, uh, and so before COVID, I was already well aware of like the regular childhood vaccination schedule and basically how it's, you know, creating patients for life. And, you know, that all of these vaccines are very understudied and uh, their safety and efficacy should absolutely be questioned and challenged. And so, you know, as a mother, um, I, I started, started looking into vaccines immediately. Uh, and this was many years before uh, COVID. And so when this came around, it was like, oh, well, you know, it was, it was to be expected. And so um, thankfully, I had already, already been awake to that for a while. Uh, but yeah, I, I would say, gosh, yeah, Zeitgeist. I, I feel like that red pill probably mm-hmm. the most people of all. Yeah, I feel <laughs> Besides like, Alex, Alex yeah, Jones. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, I feel like I feel like Zeitgeist was like that that particular movie. So I always say like Tower Seven was kind of the big one for me. How they kind of highlight the idea about yeah. how there was a third tower that fell, and that that was yeah. Like, no one knew about that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to hang out with Richard Gage all weekend. I don't know if you know who he is. He's the founder of Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth. I was at this big uh, conference oh. up in Salem, and, like, I've been doing some video editing work for him. And so, like, like he's, like, invited me out to dinner and stuff. It was so cool, man. It was rad. So I was like, wow, dude, like, you cool yeah, like you red-pilled me so hard, dude, like, your whole organization. So anyway, that was kind of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, at what point then, of course, so having this this – bank of knowledge like at what point did your alarm bells start going off with the whole covid situation oh immediately um you know when they first started uh telling people to wear masks i was like looking around and was like, what is what is happening here and no one's questioning a thing and here in hawaii especially um the compliance has been uh extraordinary uh, so everyone was really fearful you know we only have one hospital in all of uh, Maui. And so, you know, they made such a large deal about that from the beginning, of course, all over the country. Oh, we don't want to overwhelm the hospitals. And here we were, we only had one. And so people just like went into a panic. And I just thought initially, something's, something isn't right. We live in the sunniest, most fresh air, gorgeous place on the planet. And we're all suffocating ourselves. Why is this happening? Uh, and I mean, I I guess I've I've never really bought into anything political or anything on the news so once i once i started seeing signs places as like something's going on here you know i I tried to to distance myself as much as possible living on an island uh but you know it it became so uh intrusive immediately uh you know like people had signs here like no hugging Mm. don't stand next to each other you know only four people in the store at a time they're spraying off all their stuff i mean it was it was uh it was interesting. And I mean, unfortunately, a lot of those people haven't come back from that. Like in Hawaii, they only lifted the mask mandate uh, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I would say about 20% of the people um, totally kept them on and now are so afraid that they have two on or three. Uh, so it's, yeah, gosh, I feel so bad for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you really, at this point, you know, you, you really almost have to just feel sorry for them. It's just like, yeah, it really yeah, is yeah. a tragedy what's been done to them, you know, particularly the kids, of course. But, you know, like families oh, yeah. are still inflicting that on the kids, you know what I mean? It's just like, I just can't, like, I, I don't have any kids, but man, 
I, all my friends do. And it's just like the most heartbreaking thing imaginable. Like, I just can't believe it. It's infuriating. Yeah. Uh, yeah and they lifted the mandate for, you know, masks uh, for buildings like Target, but then they're still suffocating all the children mm-hmm. in school uh, in, in Hawaii. At least they have been the whole time. Uh, and yeah, I have a really hard time with that one. I, I, I thankfully my, uh, my children haven't been old enough to go to school yet. Right so I haven't had to worry, haven't had to worry about that quite yet, but uh, yeah, I would, I would implore people if you can to get them out of that place. It's just indoctrination anyways. So stay away. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely one of the things I was hoping to talk to you about is just like the insanity out in Hawaii. Cause yeah, here in Oregon, like I think it was about two, maybe three weeks ago. I think maybe we, we beat you by a week. <laughs> like <laughs> seriously yeah we're like the last states to to pull collectively out of this thing but still yeah. i walk out go to the stores and literally still like half the people are wearing masks they're still under the spell yeah. you know i yeah. don't know i don't know it's, it's true and yeah i mean i've seen people uh swimming in the ocean with with mask on oh god so it's not just like some <laughs> uh, meme or something it's like they people it's really do that in real life <laughs> not just a meme it's really, really happened uh, i was on a hike with my family in the in the middle of the jungle like literally surrounded by foliage and waterfalls and this person was hiking by themselves wearing a mask in the jungle <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just i just think too uh what like robert below said like mass formation psychosis like there's no other explanation <laughs> totally oh my gosh there's just none there's really none there's really none i mean i get it and it's just uh it's so tragic i mean they've they've really demonstrated that they uh they perfected the mind control and and the levers of technology that they they can uh, push on us whenever they want to so technology yeah so they have the technology to uh, you know, enslave and subjugate us, but we are trying to build technology to break free. You know, I'm grateful that this show yeah. is on multiple free speech platforms that, that, that allow free speech like Rockfin, uh, rockfin.com. Uh, just heard about getting uh, the channel back up running on band.video. So by the time this goes out, it'll be on band.video, InfoWars video platform. Super stoked about that. You know what I mean? And so we're building technology and, and we're, 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 we're finding new ways to break through the big tech barriers. So, now, Shelby, freaking yes. injected. You guys have been uh, under the thumb of these bastards, and I've heard you tell some anecdotes about what yeah. that's like behind the scenes. So, uh, tell us a little bit about like what, what was the first time you got any sort of pushback for uh, the app from actually, any one of these platforms? Initially, uh, you know, I've actually just started talking about this because I think it was going to freak people out too much initially. But literally, the first week that we launched, the first the very first thing that happened to us was. Um, uh, Heather and I had logged on to the app and we had our location, like, you know, just a basic contact page uh, where it said, you know, there's our email and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and at the bottom, we just thought it would be cheeky. We put the latitude and longitude of Maui, Hawaii, uh, set it, forget it. And we log in a couple of days later and I'm scrolling down and it's changed itself. Uh, from latitude to longitude and to the mailing address. And it says, the white, uh, the white house, Washington, DC. <laughs> and I, and I look at Heather and I'm like, is this real? <laughs> you didn't do this. And she's like, I obviously didn't do this. And so we're freaking out and we, you know, video the whole thing and we change it back uh, to Maui. And um, the very next day they had changed it back to the white house. Uh, and so we were like, Ooh, we're like, are we getting into trouble? Or like, 
it's okay, we'll just do it anyway. And so we just kept uh, pushing forward. But that was one of the first initial kind of gulf moments where like, oh, they're definitely watching us. And, uh, you know, right initially, uh, when we started, you know, building app, there was, uh, it was evident that basically all wording had to be extremely, you know, selective. You weren't allowed to use any word, you know, the COVID-19, you weren't allowed to say vaccine, uh, anything in related to the theme of the pandemic is what they call it. And so we were very careful kind of what we did. Uh, you know, to get it launched. And then initially we uh, we had racked up about 20,000 downloads pretty quickly. And that's when a reporter uh, from Bloomberg had uh, started following us on Instagram. We had about, I mean, 25,000 people at the time on that page. And she, you know, became interested. And so she started working on this story. And um, that's when she had reached out to Apple uh, to get their comment about, uh, about us. And they were like, we don't even know this place exists. And um, this swiped us from there. Uh, and then right after that happened, we started getting a lot more censorship from, from both of them immediately. Uh, I mean, Apple took us down for months and okay. wouldn't let us back on. Yeah, yeah. So, so we what, finally, what was we that finally like? got back up. <laughs> what was that like getting uh, here so from Apple? Like, what, what would that process look like? Did they just delete you or did they give you some sort of notice or how does that work? They didn't give us any kind of notice. They just had sent an email that says your application was removed from the app store. Uh, and then just had sent, you know, a generic, very generic email that just said, uh, we found that you have deceptive behaviors, mm. <laughs> something or the other. And uh, here's how you can become in compliance. And they had circled actually a posting I had made because um, what had happened was what uh, Google actually wasn't even Apple, but uh, Google had sent us an email where they had went through the social network, what you had brought up earlier, which mm. is kind of that. Uh, Facebook-like feed, like yeah. Instagram, or, you know, where you can go and post and talk about whatever you want. And, you know, people were conversing in there, and I wasn't censoring it, of course. It was mostly just all vaccine-related information. And uh, they had even taken their statistics, and they took pictures, screenshots, underlined them all in red, sent them back to me, uh, and said, as a developer, you're not allowed to have this information on your application. And you either need to delete these statuses or you need to delete the members. Uh, and I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. And so I went onto the app and I had made my own uh, status update. It said, hey, guys, just so you know, um, app testers go through and they read everything that we write here. Because, uh, you know, we were always like on the back end making little technical fixes on messaging and this and that. And anytime you make any kind of adjustment, uh, it has to be re-reviewed by an app tester before it can be republished on the store. And so these are just regular people with opinions like you and me. And they were going on there and they're seeing these status updates and they're super offended. And so they're, of course, flagging our, our application. And so I, I said, hey, if you can just, um, I don't want to like delete you guys and I don't want to delete messages Maybe you can just use like special code word like we do on Instagram for now. Mm -hmm. uh, and then so Apple took that status and they sent it to me back and they said, as a developer, you're not allowed to moderate in this way. Uh, and then just delete sex. <laughs> so it's, it's interesting um, kind of the excuses they've used along the way. Um, and then to like become compliant with Apple, I had to delete pretty much all of the features except connections 
Um, but I've been I've been playing chess with them back and forth. So like I'll uh, delete all of them, I'll let it get reviewed, and then I turn them all back on. <laughs> yeah. So everyone can use it. Wow. Uh, so I mean, probably just don't want to tell them that, but I'm only going to be uh, on there for a little while longer. So it won't exactly. Matter too much. <laughs> well, that, that leads us next to the best, the next step, the next kind of phase of this, and uh, you know, but still, but like what filthy bastards that's such like rat behavior that's so gross yeah. you know what i mean and i guarantee they're not holding these other apps to that same standard you know absolutely not no not at all yeah and even um today like the like we'll you know people will say like oh the app is locked out and it'll say contact the publisher and it's like i did not do that we've never done that once uh and so sometimes you know we get too high of app downloads in a certain day they'll just say uh no no thanks you're not allowed to do that and they'll shut it down uh so yeah it's been it's been interesting uh <laughs> to say the least absolutely wow um okay cool well so tell us about the next generation of unjected ah so yeah uh, screw google screw apple they're total tyrants so we're gonna get away from them because we want you guys to be able to you know converse and interact uh however you please so we're gonna be uh, you know deleting the app sooner than later and we're going to be going to just our browser version which is going to be on unjected.com uh, and so we're going to actually just be transferring all of our user bases over there we've been working on designing a gorgeous interface it's literally so beautiful i can barely handle it i can't wait to show you guys uh and uh, yeah, and so everyone's just going to be transferred onto there, and then the way it'll work, it'll look a lot like a mobile application when you're using it, so it'll be you know, really user-friendly, and then you can also bookmark it to your home page, uh, you know, use it like an app, uh, but it's a browser version. Totally. So just to kind of circum circumvent the censorship a little bit. <laughs> totally, and I think that's a great life hack that I don't think a lot of people are aware of. You know, sometimes these, these apps, yeah. are, like some of these like newer apps, like work better as you know as just a browser with like a desktop icon and so you guys can yeah. literally just like go to your website on your on your uh on your on your phone and then you just hit the little options and then add to home screen usually is that what it says mm -hmm. and it adds a little yeah. icon so you can get the feeling like you're opening an app but then you're just opening the, yeah. the website it's like the gratification yeah, yeah it's, exactly it's the best of both worlds <laughs> exactly so so that's so cool you know and you know that sometimes that's a hard place to get to and i'm sure it was like a hard decision to make, but I guarantee it's going to just be so liberating yeah. because I've been through that. So many of us like in the alternative media community have been through that whole process where we start off on YouTube, right? And then, or even, yeah. to, to, uh, you know, Instagram, you know, luckily I've had other, like Telegram is the one I push the most. Like you guys, are you on Telegram at all? So the weirdest thing about Telegram is that I got on there and they will not accept my page as a channel and they will not let people comment. So oh. I don't know if it's my own user error or something else going on. There's, you have to do an additional step to be able to open up the do functionality I, to allow them to see, comment. I, I, I can send you a great. I can send you a great article that 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 explains how to do it because I've had to do it a couple times and it isn't very it isn't yeah. very intuitive or user friendly. But there is a way to do that where you do where it's just your posts, but then they can comment yeah. on the post. But you have to take an additional but step. That's what I need. I'll send you an article about that. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. But but you know yeah, what I mean. I'm not, but, I'm not it's amazing I got this far. No, that's great. That's great. And that's another thing I was going to get into a little bit with you. But, but, but what I was trying to, trying to get at is like, you know, it is tough to like kind of just, because that's where all the people are at. All the people are on YouTube. All the people are at the app store. You know what I mean? It's hard to yeah. swallow your pride and just like take the plunge into the unknown. But once right. you get there, it's so liberating. It's so much more liberating because, you know, if you build it, they will come. I guarantee it. I mean, that's just kind of what I've found. And plus, you know, 
they, 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 they value it that much more, you know? One of the things I always encourage folks to do is just like, you know, yeah, you guys, like we're in this era where we have to take those additional steps, like just those one little additional steps, instead of just having to click a button, you actually have to type in a URL. Yeah. I mean, that is something that we have to do, but, yeah. <laughs> but that's what we do in the Liberty movement and, and in this new world, right. like we, we, we have to, I was just say, like, I was just like, say, we got to put our big boy pants on. We got to just like take the extra step to support these platforms by taking that additional step. And so, but that's, that's exciting. so true. Yeah, that was spot on. And yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's, it feels like, uh, like, you know, the way it was supposed to be from the beginning. So, you know, we just can't wait. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So you highlighted some of this, like the, the community board. I think that's so useful and so valuable. One of the things, one of the things that we haven't highlighted that's so amazing is you guys have not, okay. So tell us about like the biologic stuff. Yes. Yes. Like the, the blood bank yes. fertility. Yes. So, uh, you know, it was very uh, evident, at least for me, um, quite early on last year that, you know, whatever was in these in injections and this MRNA was absolutely going to be transferred through blood transfusions. Uh, and of course, fertility was obviously going to be affected. Most of us, you know, would believe that this is a bioweapon for depopulation. So obviously that's going to be, uh, you know, hit extremely hard. And, uh, you know, when you're, when you're thinking about, uh, all of the different resources and unvaccinated person might need it, it really, it starts to come to light, you know, and, um, it was actually, her name's Britt Galvin. You may have mm -hmm. seen her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. She was initially one of, um, unfortunately, unfortunately she suffered such adverse events where she was, you know, magnetic and it was, you know, what, what would her blood look like? And what would that do to somebody who wasn't vaccinated? And, you know, people were reporting adverse events after, you know, you know, receiving a blood transfusion and, you know, they they weren't separating or labeling anything. Uh, and that was initially, you know, right from the beginning. And so we have a, an injection that's from, you know, an emergency use authorization, no long-term study. And yet they're letting people donate blood and give it to other people, give it to children, give it, I mean, it's like, what are we doing here? We've already experienced this. We've already done this with HIV transfusions before, you know, in the eighties. So it's not far off that we've made this mistake before. Uh, and, you know, as time passed, you know, people started kind of releasing photos showing their before and after of their, uh, you know, their blood, you know, vaccinated versus unvaccinated. And, you know, even in the community, we had pathologists that had sent us, you know, undercover photos like, hey, this is the lab I work at and just look at the colors of these two bags. Uh, you know, and it's just it was evident that there was, you know, something going on. And so uh, <laughs> that's yeah, we, you know, obviously, it's a very um, huge, huge process to donate blood and to you know, make sure that it's clean and it's safe uh, to begin with. And so we haven't, you know, been able to, uh, you know, figure out that process yet. But just to give people the option, it's just kind of like the buddy system. You would raise your hand, like, for example, I'm Shelby, I have an A negative blood type, and there's my uh, general contact information, you know, here, you know, contact me if you need me. Uh, and so the goal is that, you know, we can get a lot of people in these communities. You can look based on your location, uh, you know, for a, for a blood match, you know, in case of an emergency or like elective surgery, you can, um, you know, get bank your own blood for that. <clears throat> and then, you know, it just kind of 
<laughs> went from there. We're like, well, we might as well start adding all sorts of different bodily fluids. So, uh, you know, sperm, egg, breast milk donors, surrogacy, you know, all of those are uh, in line with that. And um, it's been interesting. We've, we've gotten a lot of a lot of support and a lot of amazing uh, listings already. I, I laugh at some of the, <laughs> the sperm donor ones. You guys get into it. <laughs> wow, I don't know. I haven't even clicked on that yet. Maybe I'd need to go click on it just to kind of Oh, take man, a look. there's a couple of really good ones. We've got doctors on there. Wow, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's <the> best. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, well, you know what? We kind of are the best of the best. We're like the cream of the crop. You know what I mean? Like everybody that's, that's involved in this project and, and on that app, I guarantee high quality, high vibrational, super amazing people, you know? And, and through all the people that we've lost over the last couple of years, man, has like our circle, I, I can, I mean, I say R because I know just like speaking yeah, to everybody it that I know. It's like, yeah, we kind of burned off all the people that, and sometimes it hurts because they were really close to us. But now this other, this new family that's kind of grown up, our little freedom yeah. family. Man, are you, have you had that same experience? Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, you know, initially, I think it definitely felt like a, a grieving process. Like, and initially, like, wow, yeah, like, this is not the same um, world that we're ever going to have again. And, you know, here here comes the new, this next new step. And um, and so, yes, I definitely felt that at first. But now this whole, yeah, you're right, the Freedom Family is, has been such a blessing. And um, it's amazing to see, like, all the different walks of life. Like, everyone can stand up and be a, a player and a character in this fight and you know everyone has a voice it doesn't matter who you are and i think that's just the coolest the coolest part about it i've seen just just every type of person i've got to meet so it's so cool yeah it's pretty amazing yeah. so what are some of the success stories that you've come across <laughs> do you get feedback about like marriages or like kids or anything like that or maybe it's maybe it's too late too early to have maybe kids too already, early but... for kiddos but we do have uh we do have an engagement that i uh have definitely been following their story. Uh, they're in the UK and they reached out to me a couple months ago and they found each other on the app. They had lived a couple hours away from each other and drove to meet each other and um, the rest was history. And then I, uh, you know, I'll be scrolling through Instagram and I'll see people, oh, I found my girlfriend on Injected or I found my person on there. And um, I've had, you know, many DMs uh, from people who have who have connected and we've got a couple different friendship groups. I have like in New Jersey and Texas that have already formed and uh, all sorts of beautiful things that have uh, procured. So yeah, that, that stuff fills my heart so much because that's, you know, what it was made for was for the real life connection, not just the online, you know, aspect of not being censored. And, you know, it's really to get together and, you know, have human connection. So I, so so happy to see these yeah <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing so uh what, what are some of the things that are in in the future do you have any other uh, functionality that you're looking to add to it or do you have any visions on the horizon that you would want to innovate towards if you had unlimited resources and all that just a great question um well so i I mean, I think this new launch is going to be uh, the initial definite step for that of everything that we wanted it to be in the beginning. You know, our messaging system has been just horrendous. Uh, we wondered if that's also been like opposition as well, but uh, it could be. Uh, and so we've, and of course, you know, uh, Heather and I, neither of us have that. Um, you know, former tech experience whatsoever. We were just kind of riding on the seat of our pants when we uh, made this and and so uh, now that we've teamed up and we have actual help, I, it's going to be so sleek and beautiful. I can't even imagine what people are going to uh, think of it. But, uh, you know, definitely 
you know, for people to know it's more than just relationships and like the new profile features we're going to be adding on there is uh, for friendships and parents and families uh, and business owners. Like, so you can actually filter profiles just based on those specifically. And, uh, you know, even some people are like, oh, do you, are you sure you want to be an echo chamber? Like what if, mm. uh, you know, we've gotten like, the question um, asked several times, you know, from people like I'm vaccinated, but I've woken up and I refuse to get boosted. Will you accept me into injected? Hmm. Well, it's not everybody, you know, has the same affliction with having a vaccinated partner. Um, it's totally their medical freedom of choice uh, to make that decision. So uh, we are going to add a section, uh, a profile section for connections for people who are maybe vaccinated and regret that uh, decision or want to, you know, be like a little bit more injected. Uh, of course, we're asking that they don't list in the blood bank and the uh, fertility directory because that's just plain and simple but mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, in the future i do hope that we can um kind of bring those things to uh like a real life fruition I, I hope that we won't have to see the need but you know as things are growing uh and coming to light uh, i would say that uh what's happening with the with the blood issue in the uh, around the world is going to become very serious very mm -hmm. quickly um and so it is important for for us to figure out how to uh, have those different resources. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you should have like a, like a, I don't know, like a, like, you know, when you join like a Facebook group, it has your like ask, answer a list of questions or something to get approved or something. Yeah. You have like, okay. You should have something on there and be like, okay, so you've been injected. You have to apologize. You have to first say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gave you guys shit for two years straight. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. You have to, you just kidding. Have to be humble. Yeah. <laughs> Public apology. No, I'm just kidding. You know, I mean, that's so true. You know, one of the things that, uh, you know, in all the research that I've done into this, looking into the, the AIDS HIV situation, like I, yeah. all new to me, like the Robert Kennedy book um, goes into it in ex pretty extreme detail. But, uh, you know, several yeah. other books, um, like the one I'm uh, listening to right now on Audible, it's called Inventing the AIDS Virus by Peter Duisberg. And it's just like it goes into this whole situation and then judy yeah. mikevitz talks a lot about the uh the tainted blood supply and it's just like the same people the same characters the same exact yeah. situation the same exact things went wrong and it's almost like at this at this point though it seems like that has to be delivered it has to be they have to know yeah. what they're doing i mean they did it they pulled it off and then they swept it under the rug and now the exact same thing is happening you know it's so crazy oh i i believe it is 100 percent um you know i think it was you know, they, the more avenues that they can get people, the the better for them. You know, obviously it's some bigger agenda than any of us would want to believe. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think it is deliberate. And, uh, you know, even like today, when you go to the Red Cross website, I've, I've been frequenting their website often, which is funny. I never imagined that in my life. I'd be like, hmm. Uh, and it's been interesting to see how they've they've changed their verbiage over the course of the you know scandemic. Like first it started when the vaccines initially wrote, rolled out. It's like that first six weeks they said, you know, we're not accepting donations from vaccinated people. And I think they kind of created this connotation immediately, like, oh, that, that wasn't happening. And then very quietly, they changed that uh, immediately. And then, you know, their verbiage now says you can donate blood within 48 hours of vaccination. Uh, you don't need to know what shot that you had. And that includes boosters. Mm. Within 48 hours. So um, that's frightening. 
you know, yeah. you could you be given that blood or you give your children given that blood in an emergency. That, that makes me extremely uncomfortable. Uh, and then, you know, and then on the other aspect, like people uh, that are unvaccinated being turned away for organ donation and fertility services all over the country, you know, saying that they can't be uh, get IVF or they can't be, you know, in this service because they're not vaccinated. And it's like this. It's not even that's not even science, you know, that you would give someone an experimental injection to get a service. It's just not mind blowing. So, <laughs> so I hope that we can uh, team up with actual, you know healthcare workers and doctors and, you know, create some of these in, uh, in the real life version. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So you've kind of alluded to it, you know, based on that too. So you, it sounds like, are you getting folks like from the community, like reaching out, offering services, offering support, offering to help you out, whether it's doctors or, or, or web developers, like, um, what kind of support are you getting? I have, yeah, we've actually had such an outpour of support. It's been, it's been incredible. And there has been a lot of, um, of people that have offered to help and you know I, you haven't found a place for everyone yet um thankfully our, our tech team um did come they were first originally members on injected and they had reached out to us through there when we became friends and then and then teammates and so um you know we've already found our help within the community which has been uh amazing and so i i know that we can continue to grow and um just you know the insight that the community brings like you know they're sending pictures and saying, oh, you know, this is where I work and this is the experience I've had and, you know, you are right and um, about the blood and, you know, continue, please, because, you know, we need this. And um, that has been, you know, such a such a great support too, just the, the words and the, the kind things that people say that keeps you going. <laughs> awesome. What about like, like people from Silicon Valley? Do you ever get like somebody like from Google or something like emailing you like, okay, yeah, I kind of, I'm on, I'm on your side, but I can't say anything. <laughs> None that I know of oh, yet, okay. but I think that they're probably maybe they already are on the app. <laughs> they're just there you go. They're just watching. <laughs> yeah, you, I've heard anecdotes about that. About like there was some article somewhere I read recently. It was like a mainstream article, you know, like Daily Mail or something, saying like literally like, you know, people are are uh, identifying themselves as unvaccinated. Like vaccinated people are identifying themselves as unvaccinated on dating apps, and it was like headline news. I'm like, what the heck, dude? Like, oh man, there's no escape. Like yeah. we've been doing that for a while. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, it's been uh, it's been demoralizing. Like I have to admit, like I, there's I've been on and off and on and off. Like Tinder, for example. Like God, what a what a what a shit show. I can't even be- like it got to the point where I was like taking screenshots and I like share with my friends. Like you want, guys, look at this. Like this is what I'm dealing with here. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. And I and I make it very clear. I'm very like upfront about everything, you know, on there. And I don't get any matches. It's hilarious. Here in Eugene. <laughs> Here in Eugene, the belly of the beast, man. It's just nuts, dude. So I'm yeah. just like, whatever, yeah. you know? And so I'm excited for, for the prospect of, of this particular app. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm on there. I'm a user, you know, it's great. Um, <laughs> but like you were saying too earlier is that like, you don't know where this is going to eventually lead. You know, we don't know where, what, where the gen, what the agenda is going to shift to next, but still, still like unjected will always stand as like a beacon that represents, you know, free thinking you know, people who value, have certain values, shared values. And so regardless of whatever, even though I think the blood supply thing is going to be around for a while, but still, regardless, it's going to stand as like, you know, a, a, a safe haven for people to go and, and, you know, find each other, you know, regardless. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what, and that's what we hope it to be is, um, I love that word of safe haven. Uh, yeah, just so people know, like, whatever the media puts out there is, you know, a lie and you shouldn't be listening to it anyways, but you're not alone. And there's so many, uh, you know, people that are unvaccinated or who think just like, you know, the way you do, and it's okay for you to feel respected and your thought process and you're not, you know, you don't have to feel like you're a crazy conspiracy theorist and uh, we're here for you and you have a whole entire community. And, uh, you know, we, we like to joke that it takes off, you know, like those initial like 10 questions you would ask somebody on a first date, like, mm -hmm. Hey, like, so you, you know, we can just like cut those all out of the way initially. Uh, but even more than that, just to, like to know like, Oh, I could be in a friendship with this person and we can sit down and talk about anything and they're going to understand or, you know, letting your Letting your friends play with a family um, of children that is also in the same alignment with you. Those those things really are important in this time. And, uh, you know, regardless of where it goes, uh, you know, there's I feel like there's so many possibilities of where this is going to go. But having your people and having your local community, that's how you'll you know, survive and thrive no matter what. doesn't matter if it's a digital blackout, if it's a whatever. If you have your your tight knit group of people and you have your resources all together and you know we can always continue and you know I, I like you said I don't know what will happen with the blood but I I do feel like uh you know uh unvaccinated people can be of service to these people um you know as they do get uh if if they do start feeling um you know ill and start experiencing these long-term consequences I do know that um you know having blood transfusions from unvaccinated blood to a vaccinated person is going to help them feel better for a little while. So we can still yeah. be of service to them. And, um, you know, we can, we can help them along the way because we, we love them and we're sorry. Uh, and you know, we, we never wanted to be excluded from their circle. So <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, we'll, we'll always be there for them. <laughs> cool. That's amazing. So I have a couple more things I wanted to, wanted to cover here. So the first one is, uh, well, let's see. Uh, dang it. I just lost it. Anyway, how about this? We'll go to this. So as you continue to scale up, as you continue to grow, you know, obviously you're going to want to uh, like monetize it somehow. So what is, what is your, yeah. I noticed that there's not really a way for like, well, I mean, maybe there's some donation sites, maybe, but how, what's, what's your monetization plan and uh, how do you guys plan on kind of keeping that going in the future as you scale up? Yeah. So we definitely haven't monetized it yet. We wanted to um, have the community grow. You know, we wanted people to be able to, you know, find someone on there when they first initially went and of course our our system was not aligned enough mm -hmm. for that uh, to to charge for that and we totally understood uh but you know thousands of hours of hard work has been put into yeah. our new one so we are going to offer um a premium and a free version uh you know our, our free version is going to have most of the community features on there like the listings and the social blood bank facility we, that, all that's going to stay free because you know at the end of the day that was our mission uh you know we want people to be able to find each other no matter what and that has nothing to do with uh you know monetary gains so you know we yeah, definitely want totally. people to to connect and find each other um and then just the connection We'll have a, a small uh, subscription, uh, and it, we're thinking seven, seven, seven. So <laughs> just seven dollars seventy-seven cents. That's great. Um, less, than, less than a latte, uh, but we put lots of lots of hard work into this, and you know, um, it has just all come out of our pockets. And so uh, we're we've been um, you know fortunate enough to keep it running, and we can't you know the 
the new system will prove itself. So I think everyone will be really impressed. Totally. And it's like, you know, value for value. Like, you, you like I love giving back to things that I get value out of. Like, there's all these podcasts that I support and I usually buy their merchandise. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just a, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a good thing, you know? Absolutely. So that's great. So I didn't remember what I was going to ask. So I had a relatively traumatic experience. <laughs> uh, oh, um, no. Like, like, yeah, no, I know. This is funny. But uh, so you know, the meetup app, right? So like, like when I was in the middle of it, I was trying to like, do like organize a meetup. And and actually, I've been doing meetups quite a bit. So here, I guess I'll go back a little bit. So uh, we started up uh, this, this, this group called the called the Freedom Cell. Are you familiar with Freedom Cells? Derek Burroughs? Yes, I Joan think Bush. So. Yeah, freedomcells.org. If anybody out there yeah. is interested, it's fantastic uh, service. And basically, what you do is you just go log in and it has like geographical maps that show like in yes. your area, if there's like a little group that do, that does meetups. And so there wasn't one in our particular area. And we got uh, inspired by the folks up in Portland that were doing it. And so we, we started our own and it got a lot of momentum. We got all these people. We did like this whole like music festival and stuff like that. And then for some reason, it just kind of like kind of lost its momentum after that. You know what I mean? And it was just nobody's fault. So I was trying to do like another meetup. So I downloaded the meetup app, right? You know, that meetup app, you know? Yeah. And there was one yeah. group for, for singles, right? There was a singles one. I'm like, oh, I'll go I'll go check that out. So like I'm looking at the events that they have planned for the singles thing. And it all said like masks, masks uh required and proof of vaccine at the door. And I'm just like so I messaged the lady. I messaged the lady that was running. <laughs> you and I'm like, I'm like, really? Like you really are doing this? Like this is this is such bullshit. She's like, she's of course gave me the whole establishment line. And I was like, okay. And she's like and she she gave me she like gave me her link to her LinkedIn right to to show her credibility and like she works for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and I was like I used to former like like senior something at Pfizer and I'm just like oh god, so like let's yeah it was insane so let's say for example I wanted to like try to coordinate and schedule like a meetup is there a way that you could do that within the Unjected app like like coordinate yes. a local regional meetup. Yeah, so uh, what we have well, we have so many new features. I'm probably forgetting all of them. That's kind of uh, going to be rolling out. But on the social feed, uh, some of the new features we're going to have is going to be able to uh, create groups, just mm. like uh, you know our our friend Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so you can you know create uh, you know specific groups, add people, message within the groups. You could create you know little events within your local area based on the people that come up in your feed. Uh, so yes, we will have. Uh, Pretty much a feature like that, yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's that's really cool, actually. Like the groups feature is a big piece that uh that that's uh you know really really helped me quite a bit too. Um, have yeah. you uh do you know the folks over at Float by any chance? Float app. No. Uh. -uh. Yeah, I'll have to put you in touch. So they're uh they're totally one of us. It's Aaron and Kingsley. They're like a younger tech couple that built this social media platform called Float App, awesome. which you guys should definitely get on there. Um, okay. It's literally the yeah, whole I'll check app. Them out. It's, it's, it's like, a, it's, and they're just there. So they're kind of, you guys are like living these parallel lives because they just uh, got through developing their beta version and they're releasing their, their like kind of version one, like and launching off. Nice. And it's like everybody in the Liberty movement is, is involved in it. In fact, now that I mentioned it, yeah. so they're having a big festival in Texas at the end of the month. Um, it's called Float Fest. Really? Yeah, it's Float Fest um, down in Goss, okay. Texas. Uh, I'm going to be driving down there. so And it's literally going to be like a who's who of everybody like in the Liberty Movement. It's going to be like stand-up comedy. Huge. Yeah. Okay. That sounds like so much fun. Ah. Floatfest.com. So check it out. I don't know if... Uh, yes, I will. Yeah, yeah. 
It's F L O T E floatfest.com. I'll send you the info. But uh, anyway, so I think that, um, and, and then the other cool thing too is that like Aaron and Kingsley, I'm actually having them on the show on Friday. Uh, they're just very accessible. They're just like one of us and they're just super cool. And like, I feel like you guys would be like a really good like team because you guys are both you know, yeah. web developers and you're both doing things in the same realm. And I think you guys would be like best friends it. forever. Hundred percent. Oh, perfect! I want to connect with them. That sounds hey, perfect. Totally, totally. I love, I love meeting them. Love meeting awesome people in this movement. Definitely. So many good things. <laughs> Definitely. So right on. So I mean, I can't help but notice that you seem very optimistic about all this stuff. You know what I mean? What What are your thoughts and hopes for the future here? I try to stay optimistic. Um, you know, I definitely have my days where I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, what is going on with this planet? Uh, you know, and I walk outside and I see, you know, how, how many people are still sleeping. And, then, you know, I'm just like everyone else. Right? I go, oh, you know, like the, that gives me a gut ache to see what's going on. Um, and I do believe that there's going to be, you know, I don't, I don't think everyone's really quite ready to wake up to the reality of what's happened yet. And I, I mean, even down to this, like, it, this kind of like false flag of like Russia, Ukraine, like, I literally think that all of this is to cover up the, the you know, vaccine adverse events that are occurring in the thousands, you know, like, and so I, I do feel that unfortunately, people are going to have a, a ways to go for the kind of wake up to to the maybe the reality of what's happened uh and so that that pains me uh but i do know that uh we'll be able to come out on the other side with a new level of consciousness on mm -hmm. this you know we as as a whole humanity really was really far behind and uh you know as much as this vaccine has been such a uh you know such a a thorn and and has caused pain for so many. Uh, it's also going to aid in the in the shift of the awakening. Um, it's going to help everyone see what what really happened. So that's kind of what keeps me uh, optimistic. Is that regardless of what's still going on, um, it's it's aiding in the awakening somehow. So I think I know that we'll get there one day. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Um, you know, I say it all the time. Like just as much darkness and and just like horror that they're pushing on us it's also just creating that much equal but opposite like light and and enlightenment you know throughout the world yeah. like so much of yeah. this i mean anybody's stories who has taken those steps to take action i mean that's just emblematic of of what it is like be before the whole covid thing like we started the show you know shortly after covid you know what i mean like i'd still be who knows like if it wasn't for covid i would still be you know just whatever but now I've got like yeah, this whole threat. Like, I'm living my life beyond my wildest dreams over here. Like it's fantastic. You, know, I, you get a I, sense of that I too. I feel the same exact yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's spot on. Yeah, so it's interesting how that works. Um, you know, yeah, it's a paradox. You mm -hmm. know, the good and the bad, and it has to, there's always a balance. <laughs> Almost to the point where, like, you know, I've been joking, like, man, like, I don't. Like, what am I, like, COVID goes away, what am I going to talk about? Like, oh my gosh, I'm just going to have to go back to talking about, I have to go back to, like, fighting against all the wars and stuff. Like, oh my God. I know. At least we've got, like, plenty to keep up on. I yeah. mean, conspiracy theorists are, like, what, 99 out of 100? We're... Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got plenty. Oh, yeah, our jobs are not over soon, or anytime soon. So, um, I guess there's another thing, too, that'd be useful. So, um. You, you talk about how uh, you, you don't have much of a tech background, but now you're developing, yeah. you know, an app, you know, but there's other folks out there who maybe have an idea for something that they may maybe want to bring to life, you know, but just don't know where to start. What was that process like for you getting started? 
Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, it definitely was intimidating uh, from the outside looking in. We're like, you know, we're both of us are moms and we're like, you know, we have all these kiddos around and we're like, how are we going to build something we don't even know how to create uh, to begin with? Uh, and so, you know, which kind of like you had mentioned earlier, like build it and they'll come. And so, well, let's just start somewhere. Uh, and so what we had, um, we found a company that has uh, kind of like pre-coded templates uh, on the back end. So uh, that was kind of like that really intricate zeros and ones that were already done. Uh, but then it was up to us to figure out how to code the front end of the website, which was still a whole entire endeavor. So we spent, you know, many uh, late nights, uh, you know, YouTubing tutorials on how to, you know, come up with these key codes on, you know, Google developer and Apple developer and, you know, where do we uh, input this into what line? And um, so it definitely was a, a learning experience. It was just, um, lot of baby steps uh, but you know it doesn't matter kind of what background you come from if you really want something you're going to figure it out no matter what and especially um i think in this day and age people are fighting their their lives and their children in the future and so really it was it was like let's just get this done <laughs> and so uh thankfully uh you know since we've now over the past year we've uh, met our, our lovely tech team through the app and they've got all the skills so they've uh, taken over that side they're going to put all their echelon in there <laughs> wow that's amazing like just that taking that initial step into action is, is usually the hardest part you know like looking at the like okay so we have this idea but how to make it tangible man i'm gonna have to like learn coding and all this stuff you know what i mean like it's so daunting it's so crazy you know same thing with like like the show and i always talk to people who feel like they want to make like start a podcast i'm like you just gotta just do it you gotta just like either just go buy a microphone or just like record on your phone just do it you just have to just start doing it and just that attitude is is just so admirable you know like you know what you're doing but you just start doing it and it's clunky and it's it's frustrating but it's like you know (laughs) and then but then you learn and you grow and then you know kind of it takes on its own momentum. Eventually you get to this place where it kind of develops a momentum of its own. It just kind of carries you on to the next step. But none of that's possible unless you just take that first step. And I think that's that's where. Absolutely. And then it's, yeah, just like you said, the momentum and it's um, kind of been, you know, all all these people who have found us with our, you know, I call it like our uh, crappy dial up version and they've, uh, they've stood by us and and I'm like, Oh, I'm so grateful for you. And just, just wait for this uh, this new and so um, if we can gather you know 108,000 with this this dial-up box um, I feel that you know with our new system we're gonna be able to find connections all over the world much faster and so I really hope that that'll help people uh, in their in their search for finding finding their people yeah that's awesome that's awesome so you know you guys I feel like you're you're way more than just like a dating app obviously but like uh, let's talk about a little bit about yeah. your, uh, your your social media so you are on Instagram yeah. what version are you on now or what, what page are you on now? We're on page number eight. Jeez, they just won't let you go. Uh, yeah, we're, oh gosh, they won't let us go. And it's amazing. Like, they even went and um, deleted my personal page. And, like, I'm a, I'm a photographer in my, mm. I call it my regular life. Sure. Um, and, I mean, they, they deleted that. They've deleted my business. I mean, they've deleted everything that um, has ever been attached to my IP address. Uh, and um, and then yeah, all of our all of our Instagram pages have been 
have been nuked, our backup pages. <laughs> so we're at, uh, at unjected underscore right now. <laughs> at the time of this recording, so in the future. At the time yes. of this. <laughs> and I know that you have to type it in like exactly right. Mm-hmm. Uh, like even if you search unjected on Instagram, nothing pops up. They've really shadowed us so hard. Sometimes we'll get like, you know, a thousand views on a story and then the next day it'll be 28. So it's very interesting. Oh, I know that game. I know exactly how that goes. Yeah, you know about it. Oh, yeah. Well, look, everybody out there, I want you to, like, take a moment right now to go follow them because it's a great follow. You guys are just dropping truth bombs, and it's just, like, it's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. Well, shoot, Shelby, any other final thoughts or anything you want to leave us with here? Gosh, just one thank you guys all for being here and sticking with us and um our website the launch april is our launch month so cool. we've been kind of been playing with our date exactly of when it's going to be released but we're hoping within the next like two and a half three weeks at the max fantastic right on yeah well, i will see y'all out there so uh just one more time just tell them anywhere you anything you want to plug or anywhere you want to send them yeah. Uh, so definitely um, you go to injected.com and, you know, we are censored so much that you might even have to type in the full handle www. Um, otherwise, sometimes it doesn't pop up, uh, but you can uh, definitely stay on the um, on the website. We have an email sign up if you want to stay up to date on the launch or if you already have uh, a profile built on injected, you'll just be automatically transferred over we're onto the new system and we'll keep everybody posted uh, but yeah injected.com and then at injected underscore right now <laughs> that's fantastic on instagram yeah i would say just for posterity and just to say that you were in on the first generation i'd recommend everybody go download the app right now and just gonna just see see what yes. it is now so you can appreciate the new version and uh oh, <laughs> I, I didn't mean it like that i'm sorry i'm sorry i, didn't, I meant like you know just to get no, a taste I, of what I, it's like it's true though the first generation, like it's kind of yeah. like, the, you know, it's a special thing. And then your, your information will just be transferred over automatically, right? And so you'll just be yeah. automatically grandfathered in, so. Yep, yeah, you'll ha- probably have to make like some, you know, little edits because we've added more interest and we've added, you know, new uh, things for your profile. But otherwise, yeah, your login info will stay all the same. Yeah, so fantastic. Well, Shelby, thank you for your courage, first of all. Thank you for your uh, fortitude and your perseverance. And you're really doing a service to the world, you know. I really hope that uh, a lot of people go out there after this and, uh, you know, go find that person or find that group or find that uh, egg or sperm that you need. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It's been such a blessing to be here and help get the word out. Sounds great. All right, Shelby, we'll catch up soon, okay? Talk to you later. Thank you so much. Much aloha. Aloha.